Dungeon 8 is live. All right. Alrighty, boys and girls and everyone else, welcome back here for another episode. <clears throat> um, God, I had something and then I scrolled away from it. God, what time <laughs> to fucking start was that? As Jesus the prepared Christ. for nothing special, my friend. Oh boy! All right, let me let me let me let me try an intro. Let me try an intro. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Nate. Hear your intro. Hello, guys and gals, and everyone in between and outside. This is the Prepared for Nothing podcast. I am Jay. We got Justin and Connor here with some great stories for you to to listen to. Not bad. Covers. Go ahead, Justin. I like it. I love it. Want some more of it, Janae? You asked a long time ago in our little little thread of topics, um, how to become a homeowner in 2021. I've been thinking about that recently a lot, and I think there's only one option, and it is to kill your parents and take their shit. <laughs> uh, the feudal system. <laughs> Dog, ain't the nobody out here. System. Dog, he, I'm like, I'm out here paying, you know, like fourteen, fifteen hundred a month on rent, and I could go get a mortgage, and they'd be like, "You can't afford a thousand dollar mortgage." Like, wait, but what? Like, I'm paying way more than that already. Yeah. So I don't think so. I think that's the only way you can realistically do it, or move out. You know to... what else is crazy? Like what? the amount of inflation of like homes. Like how much they cost now mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Oh, absolutely! I remember the housing crisis. In yeah, Vegas. like it was insane. Um, it actually became so bad as that majority of the houses in Vegas that were never resold are still to this day just vacant houses. There's like I think ten percent of homes in Vegas are vacant houses. Really? Yeah, and so there's a massive squatter issue. Um, That's what I'm and then the other thing is there's a massive grow issue. So there was a house down the street from me for the longest time that uh, became a meth lab. And that's why they eventually sold it because it had become a meth lab three times over. Right. And there's just like, we have to sell this house to someone or it's just going to keep becoming a lab. <laughs> and now it just grows weed? Do you say like a grow problem? Well, now it can legally grow weed. Oh, but that's what I thought like, you meant when they. Well, when before that. weed was legal, there was a lot of grow labs, and then now that it's legal, there's no point to it. I mean, there's still illegal weed grow labs because I think under the guidelines, you're only allowed to have like two plants. Gotcha. So people still have like a basement full kind of deal and sell, but there's um. I wonder if they do like those commune things like they do out in California too. Where you can only have like two plants, but if you get like fifty people who all pay evenly on a spot, you can put a hundred plants. Yeah, there, just, and then you'd you have know. to like put fifty names on a lease or something. Yes, shit. that's the weird way they like yeah. get away with it or something like that. Yeah, you can technically do that. It's just you'd have to have the sellers agree to it, kind of deal. Like, Sounds like a lot of work. It Jesus. it would be, but that's one of those weird things. I mean, and like. You know, California, it's pretty easy to do if you have a warehouse. Right. Because you can easily throw 50 names on a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other 
loophole there is too is I don't think it's measured by like number of plants. I think it's actually measured by ounces produced by plant. Right. So you could have like 500 plants, but if you can prove you're only collecting like X amount of ounces a month from it. Get on a good cycle and you can get a little more. Yeah. That's cool. Or something. How to sell drugs on the Prepared for Nothing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna play. Well, back game. to buying a home. <laughs> oh, back to buying a home. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. I Jamie? guess the number one best way to do that is save your money because a first-time home buyer, you're looking at a house. Uh, you're cutting out. At least in. Most most places Nate, you're cutting out. around four hundred thousand. I think it's catching up now. And, and five minutes in, and we can't hear Janine. I think it caught up. Are we in now? Are we good? Yeah, we're no, good. we're good. Okay, cool. So you basically need um, either you do zero percent down. 3.5% hey, down or 10% hey, Janade. down again. Janade. The best Janade. thing to do is, Janade. is really just Janade. to do 10%. Uh, uh, what's up? Yeah. We're losing yeah. you again. You either need to move spots or you should disconnect from the call and reconnect real quick because it is not getting you good. Let's see if he comes back. Let's see if we can get back. He's back. Janaid, do you want to continue on your Papa Jay's home lecture? If we can hear him. Can we hear him? I can't hear him. I cannot either. Can you hear me now? We'll make up a song. This is the I can't hear Janaid song. I sing this song when I can't hear Janaid. Come on. I'm back. Oh, he's I'm back. back. He's back. I'm, you're back. <laughs> All right, cool. Back to what I was saying. Fine. You need 10% down, so that's $40,000, and you need to prove uh, income of 200% of your uh, mortgage payment, 200 to 300% of your mortgage payment. So at a $400,000 home, you're looking at a mortgage payment at about $1,800, $1,900. So you need to be making uh, four to five thousand dollars a month. Janaid, because I'm only five eight, if I built a house that wasn't like as tall as other houses, just was like a little bit of shorter ceilings, would that cost me less money? Okay, so that's different. If you're buying like land to build a home on, that'll be a lot cheaper. But then you gotta build the home. I also have to build another studio room for Connor because he's kind of tall, so yeah, <laughs> he can't do all short rooms. Well, at least I sit. Yeah, but I wouldn't want you to hit your head when you stand up. You're like right. trying to do good things here, <laughs> but I don't. You only need, you don't need more than a room. You know what I mean? Have you guys seen those three D printed homes? That'd be cool. So, yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. They do them with like printing like cement. Cement. Yeah, yeah. It's like a three man job 
and it, all they do is just like put the door frames in and it just up. cement around it that's dope as fuck dude yeah um, yeah it's like this big cement jig like yeah. imagine like a 3d printer the size of a house to build a house yeah i saw one those things are pretty dope i wonder how much that costs it's and how feasible it is to like move do they move the printer yeah so the printer is like a full setup breakdown on a big flatbed kind of oh, deal okay but the i mean it's like setting up a stage like an amphitheater stage okay. for a concert a lot of the stuff looks like the same kind of faculty or uh, scaffolding right 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 um but i think the homes are roughly about mm, 220,000 on average now, these are all california homes though so you know account for that too but um i just think they look weird because you can see like the ridges like the ribs of each time it goes around okay so your house looks ribbed <laughs> yeah you can see each little like yeah. each layer the other interesting thing too and we're gonna figure this out soon is how earthquake safe they are because i know cement tends to liquefy during earthquakes in certain ways if it's not hardened so yeah like natural cement in the ground will like liquefaction and like the water will come out of it and then it all just sinks and then the ground like all sinks in. yeah but that'll happen in salt lake at some point but there's like no internal reinforcements on these walls so you could probably like take a wall down with a sledgehammer pretty easily damn i kind of want one now yeah then they just like crank the roof on damn um, Sinead, what did you want to be when you grew, like when you were a little kid? What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a car washer. A <laughs> car washer? Yeah. What kind of cars? Dude, just I was just really into cars, and I went to this uh, really fun car wash where you get to squirt the washer stuff on 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 your car and then i would just do that i'd be like i really like washing cars i'd see like all the guys working as like a team somebody's like polishing up tires other guys doing like chrome and finishers one guy's doing all the glass i'm like oh that's that's super fun that's super cool and then i got a job as a professional detailer at a unnamed toyota dealership in salt lake and um I did all that work by myself, and I was underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> you did not like it as much when you got there. Yeah, I did all of the work by myself. I mean, I got in amazing shape because it was a huge lot, and I would run back and forth. And I would go from, like, even from the grooves on the tire to the roof rack, I would shine, polish, clean, protect every single part of the car. And... I would get paid 12 bucks an hour. Oof. Heck yeah, dude. Oof. <clears throat> Sounds like they're I got an amazing shape, bit. though. I got an amazing shape, though. Like, the my shoulders were filled. <laughs> I was, like, I was super healthy. I was 160 pounds. Yeah, I don't know why what you're complaining about, dog. It sounds like it was pretty good for you. Oh, yeah, and then... When I'm not washing cars, I had to organize old tires 
and there was this huge wall of tires, and you had to organize them just perfectly so that like the pallet truck can come and pick them up and take them. And yeah, that would get you in some real good shape too. Were you flipping like giant tires, or were you flipping the little ones, like pretending you were cool, like all the big heavy ones, just like okay, dude. Even a small one, even a small one, if there are 200 of them, you'll get a really good workout. And then when I'm not doing that, they're like, all right, clean the uh, the mechanic shop, which is like a warehouse because <laughs> it's a huge dealership. I'll be like, all right. Damn. What about you, Connor? Mm, I was I was a garbage man mentality the for the garbage man. Yeah, I'd see the garbage trucks and be like, that looks awesome. <laughs> that looks dope, I dude. I would do that. I think in order to do that now, though, especially in Vegas, you got to be in the mob. Really? Yeah, because they own the garbage company for the longest time. Salt Lake's pretty easy. I actually looked into it for a little bit just because I realized how well they actually get paid. The sanitation week. engineers? Yeah, and they yeah. have like a lot of upward mobility, and it's actually like mm-hmm. a pretty decent career to get into. Have you seen those photos of like the uh, the chief of staff for sanitation engineers that look like something between the Boy Scouts and the Navy? No. Yeah, they they have like a uniform with a sash and like a shit ton of medals on them. That's awesome. And they have like the little police officer hat that's like the the thin rim with the little jaunt up. Yeah. Kind of yep. looks like the captain's hat. Jesus. <laughs> so they'll show like the people. It's like a bunch of old men with like beards. And they're like the chief sanitation engineers of whatever town they're in. Oh my gosh. They'll wear like the white gloves too of the Marines. <laughs> It's just like an amalgamation of every military uh, formal uniform. Looking just like the boy, the, the, the old man scouts. Yeah. That'd be cool to invent. Yeah? Like old scouts were old men. Like not boy scouts, but like old man scouts. My dad was in something similar to that. So yeah. he joined this thing called, the. it was basically just the mountain men. So it was like fur trappers. Okay. And everyone went out and they would have like, you'd camp out somewhere and there'd be like competitions of shooting a muzzleloader, um, throwing a tomahawk, throwing a spear, throwing a throwing knife, and then archery. And everyone would go out and do this stuff and then they'd have like ceremonies and potlucks and things like that. But it kind of went downhill because like they're all just bored old super conservative men that want nothing more than to just start shit they want to start a fight yeah so they'd start like a newsletter and um it would be like all the info about you know upcoming events and at the very bottom it's just like the guy just brain dumping his entire opinion on like biden or bernie or trump or anything like that (laughs) they're so bad them presidents. Yeah. They're Dumb. like all vets, too. Old dudes are weird. Yeah. I don't want to get there. Do you guys have any, like, old guy tendencies? I got a tremor. <laughs> got a tremor? No, my wife, one day, when like, a couple years ago, when I was living in Logan, these kids would walk down the street. Whoa, they are, Janaid. Nice. The motorcycles are back. All right. These kids would yep, they're back. Fucking these kids would walk back from school and they would cross the street right in front of my house and then they would always just stop in my yard 
and then just like sit down and start playing in my yard. They weren't doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. but every time I'd see them, I'd just sit there and start watching them out the window. <laughs> Kel one day was like, I watched you stand there for 10 minutes with like your face out the window staring, looking at these kids, mumbling to yourself like, yeah, you better just fucking stay over. I'm, it's like, God damn it, I'm the oldest man ever just sitting over here bitching at the little kids just for stepping onto my property a little bit. I was told you always have to, there's like a certain point where you need to work on your, your old man sitting down and getting up sounds. Oh yeah, the grunts, dude. Yeah. Those are important. Signifies power. Yeah, I, 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 I am experiencing aging in a kind of different way. My, my, my testicles have definitely gained a inch on their dangle. <laughs> what the fuck? Just old man stuff. Just old man stuff. Dangly testes, huh? I'm like, how did this happen? Oh, jeez. They used to be tight and fit, and now they're just sad and dangly. <laughs> They get in, they get caught in everything. Even boxer briefs don't work sometimes. Damn, Sounds like it might be a little too warm out there. Yeah, it might be. I think you need to get back to a cold environment. But that was that was one of those things. Um, when I got my shot and I was experiencing like the the day after chills and stuff like that. It's just like, man, this sucks. Then for a second, it's like, oh, I can test that thing. And I reach down. It's just like, does my dick and balls feel stiff and cold and like turtled? Or is it like loose and dangly? Like use science, bitch. It's just like, oh, it works. (laughs) (laughs) This is neat. Okay, I'm going to go back for the next three hours feeling like shit. (laughs) Oh, yay. Balls test. Oh, boy. I didn't even know what I wanted to be when I was fucking little. I just wanted to do any cool thing that I was doing at the time, like, professionally. If I was playing football that season, I wanted to be a professional football player. Then when it was off-season and I was skateboarding, I wanted to be a, you know, professional skateboarder. That's all I ever did. Here I am trying to do a podcast. Nothing ever changed. So I put out on fucking Instagram the other day, actually, because I'm about to turn 30. Mm-hmm. And I want to learn how to do a kickflip before I turn 30. Okay. I'm about turning 29 here, like, next month. And then I'll have a whole year to learn how to do a kickflip, because I figured, why not, before 30? Yeah. And I got, like, hit up by a bunch of people. One of my homies, whose brother and roommate is a professional skateboarder, was like, dude, I'll give you a free board and you can come over anytime. I'll show you how to do it. Had two other kids that I know that were like, yeah, dude, you got this. Like, I'll come show you if you need help because they're pretty good skaters. Mm-hmm. And then this girl who lived across the street from me my entire life, like just across the street, just messaged me and was like, you're going to break your arm. <laughs> I was like, whoa, chill out, dude. Like, I'm just going to make this trick. And she's like, no, you better make sure you have good health insurance. I've watched you your entire life try and land a kickflip, and you haven't. It's been 29 years now. Give up. And I was like, <laughs> whoa! Everyone else is out here giving me some support and some love, and she was straight up just like, eat shit. Nah, eat shit. 
don't do it. You're going to die. I've watched you. You can't do it. Just give up now. And I was like, damn, no. I'm going to do that shit. She's like, no, you're not. You're going to break your arm. Like, fuck. But I am. So mark my words, podcast, you might see some videos of me trying to learn how to do some, some kick flips. I really had to buy my sister a skateboard because she kept taking, she kept, she was dating a skater for a while and she wanted to learn how to skate. So she took my longboard and was riding around with him on that. And then she like came home just absolutely covered in like abrasion marks on every single limb kind of deal. It's like, what happened? It's like, he was trying to teach me how to do a kick flip and it's like, on the longboard? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like, well, yeah. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. No, what the hell? We're going to Walmart. <laughs> Buying you a cheap skateboard because this this is probably going to end the second you guys break up. So. This bad will last until next week. Yeah. I'm really good on a penny board, but I'm nervous to step on a skateboard because they don't like turn the same way. And I'm going to just beef it. But whatever. I'm learning to kick. How do you turn on a penny board? They're really, really crazy loose trucks, and the board oh. is flimsy. Okay. So where a longboard has, like, really aggressive wide turns you have to take, yeah. penny board, you can see a rock, like, mm-hmm. six inches in front of you, and, like, squirrel around it all quick. Okay. Which is really nice, but you can't really do that <clears throat> with, like, a regular skateboard. Yeah. Skateboards, I know a lot of the turning is, like, basically propping up the... The board back, turning. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. But... Who knows? I'm gonna figure it out. So all these haters keep saying I can't do it. I'm gonna fuck you. Did you guys ever get into BMX? I mean, I tried it a few times. That shit was hard. The like really shitty looking scrap bikes. I had a BMX bike. Janae's really, really coordinated, by the way. So mm-hmm. he's like really good at this stuff. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Oh, <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> I, I remember a bunch of my friends though got really into BMX, and so they all bought the bikes, which they're just they're it's just like the raw outlines of bikes, and they cost more than like most normal bikes. They have right. nothing on them. Nope, no gears, no nothing. Yeah, they're they heavy. Co- they cost a shit ton. Uh huh. And so when they all started doing that though, uh, one of our friends, his mom, took a life insurance policy out on him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could, like, I told my wife one day, I was like, the day you take out a life insurance policy on me, we going to be having a talk. Like, what's your plans? I'm going to start sleeping one eye open. And how am I going to, how can I be in on it? Because this sounds like a good idea. Take a life insurance policy out on you and Janae and then just start, like, Come here every day with fast food once you're both in the studio. Yes. I used to have one. Just with like an old job had one included. Mm. We're not responsible when you die. It was only like 10 grand or something. Like the insurance was really bad. Yeah. With this much you can rent the, uh, the area for the open. The open casket. But you can't afford the casket, so we're just gonna yeah, throw exactly. your corpse on the stage. Exactly. <laughs> how much is you, how how much would you be worth tonight? I'd say probably like two hundred, three hundred grand. That's pretty modest. I think you're being a little 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 humble there. Yeah, I'm thinking about like assets and things like that. That's probably it. Oh. 
I'm just thinking like, you know, I'm pretty dope, so I'm gonna say probably like two milli for me, just you know. <laughs> for lack of, you know, yeah. IP in the world. We're talking about like ideal funeral no no limiters on the amount. No, not funeral. How much on a life insurance oh. policy? I honestly don't know. Let me think, because, like, if I remember correctly, the approximate life or the the approximate cost of a body is, like, like 80. Connor's really crunching numbers. 80 grand, roughly. So I'd say about 100 grand would be. Gosh, you guys are weak. Yeah? Yeah. It's the bare minimum. It's bare minimum. Okay. See, they're gonna they're gonna use the money for the funeral, or it's gonna be a real quick process. Like the second I die, I want them to throw me in a deep freezer. They're gonna do the funeral thing, then excavate my body, take me back to the freezer, and then resell my shit on the black market to make up okay. the cost of the funeral. Why just not? Do the funeral, sell it all off the beginning, and just bank. It depends on how how early I die. Mm. There's too many loved ones still alive, I'll have to do a funeral. Yeah, we don't need to be, like, in the casket. Eh. They'd probably want something open. Mm. That's fair. Junaid, what happens to you when you die? Like, what's the tradition? I know you got to be buried in like 12 oh, okay. hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to be buried pretty quickly. Um, well, the Islamic way is like your body is washed, um, but it's washed underneath like a white sheet so that like your modesty still stays with you. And it's usually like your family that does it, like um, – your son or right 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 uh like a like a, someone of like the same gender right. does it in your family you're buried with it like the same day really after you expire if there are no uh other circumstances um but yeah and then it's just you're just wrapped in a white cloth and then uh, after that your body is wrapped in a white cloth face covered and you're buried six feet underground, no no casket. I was gonna say casket or no casket. Yeah, no no casket. I think in the U.S. you might be required to use a casket, but it's like a decomposable casket, and it needs to be like a specific Muslim-only cemetery for like zoning laws and make sure that there's no like water leaching or any sort of um, bacteria or. In- in infectious growth that may affect like the drinking water supply or things like that. that so that makes sense. But yeah, that makes. It's sense. a lot cheaper than a white white wedding though, because a white usually wedding? the mosque does it for free. Oh no no, no. <laughs> a white funeral. <laughs> white weddings An are American funeral. Bro, you want to hear my plan for like the most extravagant, selfish funeral? <laughs> Love to. So it would cost about a couple trillion dollars to go out to the Arctic. Just absolutely like cleave through the ice caps until we find solid ground in the Arctic. Once there, 
we're going to build a Giza style pyramid there. And All right. enough like supplies in there is that I could basically live in it like a like a fallout bunker for the next, you know, five years. I go in there, door seals behind me for the next five years, I live in there until I die. Um we have a thermal nuclear device hidden within in case anyone tries to reopen it. <laughs> okay. So that there is now this permanent pyramid structure in the ice caps melted domain. You know, the global warming wrecks the, the world. They can only blame me. And if they try and, like, loot me, the explosion at that area will throw off the tilt axis of the Earth, throwing everyone into an apocalyptic pandemic Jesus situation. Jesus Christ. I was going to be like... You know, maybe cremate me in, you know, like a little burial plot. No, like, no, selfish damn. and I'll take the world with me. <laughs> we all going down. I'm going down. You motherfuckers are too. Why only five years? Uh, it's probably how long until I'd get bored. Yeah, that would sound about right. Sitting yeah. in a bunker forever. Get bored and blow your brains out? Probably, yeah. That's the other thing too. No one can get in to see how I die, so it can be as messy as I want it to be. Oh, you want it to be messy? I don't know. There, there's a part of me that's like, either I die fully intact or no remains found. Wow. I don't know what that would do. Fires? No, fire would suck. Something quick. Something quick. Quick. Oh, something I would want somewhere I could prank people. That's what I would want. So you said it's like five years and they eventually got to come in, right? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I want to like die in a way so that when they like, I, they come in, I like, you know, swing down from the rafters <laughs> or something and levels hit them and it's like, ah! I'll dress know? up like a ghost before I die and tie myself into this tether system so when yeah, they open up, dude. I come swinging in. Ooh. <laughs> dude, that's exactly what I want to do. Just my dead time. body. <laughs> Just comes down and is just like giving oh, them the, giving who, them the, who had a bit about that? Um, it's a Christopher Titus. Sure, that's a it's bit. a Christopher Titus bit about yes, his dad. Yes. The best part too is like I'd want to be some high up politician in the U.S. So that way I could like get all this money together and funnel it into this, and it's gonna be super controversial. Like I'll get in so much legal trouble for doing this, Jeez. and then like go and hide out there. For five years to hide Chilling. from my sentence. <laughs> and they're going to like come in and they're just going to be like, <laughs> once they see it, it's like, this was 4.2 trillion taxpayer dollars put to good use. <laughs> Where would you guys hide a body? Bathtub. A bathtub? Yeah, just dissolve it. Just dissolve it? Oh, that's so boring. Oh, dude. The easiest cover up. But the thing is, with the chemicals that are. the chemicals that are involved to dissolve that mm-hmm. do a number on the pipes and it you really got to do it someplace where you know the pipes can take it and that's hard to know unless like you put it in yourself yeah this isn't breaking bag connor i do it in the guy's house so it's not my problem <laughs> fuck <laughs> okay all right fine where are you burying one tonight do you bury bodies yeah well once you body i mean it's Sounds like it's not regularly or not ever really. What? Not ever, 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 not ever. 
Have I buried a body? But if you did, I would do it. If I did, I'd probably, I'd probably find a Muslim cemetery and do it, and hire a couple guys there. Be like, yeah, this person just died, and because you got to bury it right away. Yeah. In America, that is a different story. Go Hannibal Lecter style, turn them into chili, and like feed it to the at the wake. Oh no. Oh no, that sounds so disgusting. I feel like he's with me now. Chili at a wake? About Isn't that here. like a like a knife and fork type of food? Not here in America. No nah, boy. You do chili and biscuits, boy. Chili. You ever go to a redneck funeral? <laughs> they get catering from the Golden Corral. Dude, this is a jeans affair, my friend. Yeah, no, you, you show up in jeans oh and a God. button up, and if you're classy, you tuck it in. Only half. Only, like just the front. Only the front. Right front yeah. by your belt buckle. You got the back hanging out like coattails. Yeah, dude. Way too long. Oh, Jesus. Everyone's still wearing their ball caps. Uh, they'll be like uh, camo trucker hats, I would think. Or fishing, just something. Yeah. It's a ball cap in general. Bass and like yeah. bass pro It's got shop. the curve. Yeah, really curved. Really trucker hats. About half of them have like the mesh back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah for sure. And then it's going to be in the front little part camouflage with some logo. Yeah. Real tree. Fishing game, John Deere, something. Yeah. Bass pro. We only like white people. Like, one of those. Velcro is my favorite accessory. Um, hold up here. I've seen some pretty funny redneck inventions with ball caps. Like, I've seen some women will, like, cut a hole at the top so they can put their ponytail through kind of deal. That's badass. Um, it's like, just buy a visor. <laughs> Visors are pretty dope, dude. I got a Bud Light visor. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish they weren't like so frat boy associated. Oh, well, especially the Bud Light one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like a backward <laughs> visor, like that's pretty hip, if you ask me. I want to get Tell one of those like... puka shells and you're like fucking, yeah. dude, hottest. Get like on one of those <laughs> clear green visors and like the dumb glasses with the chains that go off them and just sit somewhere with a... Uh... Okay, a calculator. <laughs> Jesus. You go walking out. I'm doing taxes. I need you to to give me space. You like set up a desk in the middle of a park. Right, Janaid. What's your favorite kind of hat? Favorite kind of hat? Yeah, dude. I just said mine's a visor. It's a stand probably hat. like it's it's like those flat brimmed hats that Fitted. like G Unit made popular. Fitted or snapbacks? Uh, I prefer fitted for the look, but I like snapbacks for the comfort. That's fair. For when your head feels fat one day. Got like, that hangover. I like fezzes. Those things look pretty cool. Fezzes? What are those? I like the, the little red cup hat. Turkish hat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. So have you ever seen like the Turkish army? Yeah. Especially during like the world wars, they yeah. wore those into battle. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Because they're like bright red too, so it's a big X on your head. <laughs> and it seems to just alert everyone where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I think they wear those for semin 
for uh, ceremonies. Yeah. Well, it you got to remember World War One um, at the time was a big thing of like we're still gonna wear our very pompous revolutionary era outfits using machine guns to fight each other. Okay. So like modern day well, yeah. camouflage didn't exist until World War Two. World War One, the French were still in like bright blue with medallions over them and like decorative helmets um the italians were still wearing knight's armor into battle which was wild i'm trying to find something you guys because i want to read it to you i'm really hoping i just stumbled along it already and like a lot of the uh the americans still had like that uh custard's mustache and like cutlass hat look going as they rode into battle for World War One, hmm. it was so weird. Then like World War Two came around and they're just like, yeah, we were getting easily spotted during trench warfare, so we're gonna put on camouflage, which really didn't do much because it's still trench warfare. If you see anything stick its head up, you shoot it, kind of deal. Right. But then like the Cold War came around and we just everyone cracked down on camouflage so hard. The whole idea of espionage was massive. Traitorous assholes. It's like, how can we make camera? Did you see that Net- Netflix documentary called Spycraft? I've heard about it. Oh, dude, it's awesome. You'll love it. Okay. Called what? Is it like the Spy Kids toys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, you guys. You just reminded me because we were talking like ottoman stuff okay so i saw this on reddit a while ago um it's kind of crude i'm gonna leave out the first sentence for you janine because i love you um no 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 say the whole thing say the whole thing no no yeah just trust me um okay it's very it's very disrespectful to your religion in the first line and i don't i don't think it really applies it's from a greek general in 1927 in the war for Greek independence to the Ottoman Empire. Uh, classic. And it says, uh, essentially, I'll summarize the first sentence. F your, your faith and your profit. Uh, what do you think you're doing, cucks? Don't you have any shame in trying to negotiate with a Kodaja shit sultan? Uh, let me shit on him and your visor and that s- slang word something that I can't say, bitch. If I were alive, I will. F- it. If I were alive, I will fuck them, and if I die, they will fart my dick. General George Karasakis signed eighteen twenty-seven. Okay. <laughs> it has in it at the when very end. My die. I don't know. How did he die? (laughs) Did he just die like right after that? (laughs) Oh my! No, I want to know how he died. Okay, let me look this up here now. You're right. I just love the phrase there at the end. You will fart my dick. Like that's such an insult. A hundred years later, and they are the economic burden of Europe. I'm looking this up here. He died. Oh my god. 
How do you go? Um. Well, this doesn't make sense. Heart attack from his boy or orgy. This actually says. He... Oh my god, you guys! He died three days later. <laughs> <laughs> it was signed April 20th, 1827, and he died April 23rd, 1827. From what? Oh, I'm trying to find that. Uh, Something in the Greek War. I'm assuming it's in the war. He probably got murked after he... Yeah, killed in action. So, we've killed him. Do we fight on his dick? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, Oh, yeah, I just got shot by a bullet. It's lame. Dude, so lame. Oh, so lame. Yeah, that's just going to be my new one, though, to tell people. That is a little bit rapey, though. I should try and say that to somebody. <laughs> If you beat me in this game of basketball, you can fart on my dick. <laughs> it comes. I mean, you gotta. Like you gotta be real. I mean, he's Greek, so I I bet he's had a lot of farts oh, yeah. on his dick. Dude, yeah. it probably was too exhausted from his boy orgy the night before. Is that he just got murked the next day in war? Dude, she's just like I fucking was getting so many dicks farted on. <laughs> like I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you seen that thing about like um the Greeks invented orgies being like the most sexually open groups and then the Romans telling them they can include women. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Ironically I love fucking Greek people too, but that's just fucking too hilarious. Oh boy, what time are we at? Oh, we're at 42. Yeah, we all love Greek people. Oh, you don't. Make I like better. Greek food, but I've never really met good people from there. A lot of them uh, are very, like, <laughs> pompous and full of themselves. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And then my favorite thing is <laughs> they, they try is so every... hard to claim they are not white. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, my man, you are, you are fair-skinned as fuck. I'm olive. <laughs> My skin is olive-toned. Yeah. I went to a Greek school for two years. Mm -hmm. In, like, fourth and fifth grade. A really small one. Yeah. Like, ten kids per grade. And the Greek people were hella nice to me. Way nicer than Mormon people were. Yeah. Because I would go to Mormon church with my family on Sundays, and they'd be so weirded out, like, why do you go to a Greek school? I'm like, I don't know. They're fucking nice. And then I go to the Greek school. It's because it was a Greek Orthodox school, man. Yeah, I know. And then I go to the Greek school. And they're <laughs> like, you're a Mormon kid, right? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, cool. We don't care. Come yeah. hang out. I was like, okay, sweet. Thanks, guys. The uh, the same kid, though, for the longest time, he was he was the one where I had my first actual experience of like how disrespectful a white kids G? are to their families. No, no. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I've, I've seen like jokes about how like they'll go and beat the shit of their parents or kill their parents kind of deal over like stupid mundane shit but this was the first time i'd actually seen someone aggressively disrespect their parents that much i mean it was over stupid stuff um we were all in a call one night 
playing um how are we playing? We're playing like Smite or something. And the you can hear like the door open and you don't even hear what they say and he's just like, What are you doing? What are you doing in my room? Get the fuck out of my room kind of deal. Like really angry at them and Fuck you, Mom. She's just you finally hear the voice, it's like Paul, like listen, listen, listen. And he's like, No, no, fuck you, get out of my room kinda of. he's like, just listen to me. He's like, Do you want a hot dog or a hamburger for dinner tonight? We're grilling them now. Do you want a hot dog? And he's like, fuck you, get out. He's <laughs> just like, I'll come down in a second and tell you. It's like, we're grilling them now. I just need to know. Do you want me to give you a hot dog or a hamburger? That's oh <laughs> all God. it was. And then like the total, once she left, it was a total code switch back to, I'm playing video games now. What's up, guys? It's like, dude, you didn't even mute your mic. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to her, dude? Yeah. dude my mom would have hit me. Hey, no, dude, my I, dad would have told my, my mom would have told my dad and he would have hit me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that stupid Ed, Ed, and Eddie skit. Fuck, dude, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I forgot about that yeah. show. It's like Sarah, Sarah will tell mom, and mom will tell dad, and dad will say, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Janae, have you bought any, like, white dad shoes yet? Yeah. Those off-brand I, I took my dad shoes. New balances? I took my dad shoes. They're they're Reeboks, but they look Reeboks, just like you. Reeboks are just fine. Yeah, as long as they're in that like offshoot Nike category. I'm trying to remember what that like off-brand Adidas is. Dear new Puma. No, Pumas are nicer. No, it's like Adidas. Something like that. <laughs> it literally Adidas. looks like fake Adidas, and it has a whole section at like Foot Locker. <laughs> hmm. I have no idea. No, yeah. Not Converse. No. I always like Converse, though. Converse is like, Converse shoes are good. They have some other trash shoes when they tried to go to, like, other type of sneakers. Yeah. I always loved the concept that those were, like, the OG basketball shoes, though. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, no support whatsoever. <laughs> they were, like, the worst shoes to play sports in. Once they figured out how to make, like, a decent pair of shoes. Yeah. I just heard there's a pair of Yeezys that sold for like $2.1 million. <laughs> One single pair. Yeah. Most expensive shoes ever. I'm like, what the fuck? I knew a guy what that size would... size uh, were the... 12. Yeah. I knew a guy that would uh, go to the um, like the pop-up shops that would open up at like 2 in the morning on a Wednesday. Right. And... Um, Sell rare sneakers. He'd get in line and he'd go in and he's just like... He, he wouldn't even buy them for himself. He's just like, what do you have left? And they'll tell me, it's like, I'll take, you know, this, this, and this, and like size 10 and 9. And he'd drop like almost 3K. And then he would ask, like, how much do you have left? And they'd tell him. And he'd go back and count the line. And he's just like, okay, you, they don't have enough left for you. So I will sell you these shoes for like price and a half mm-hmm. kind of deal. And he'd basically just go and resell. And he'd buy like the the general sizes of like size 10 in men's right because most guys are about that size 10 or 11 yeah, yeah. and they'd always buy them jesus he'd like That's walk me. home and he would have basically dropped 3k and then leave making like 1k profit they, uh ron told me that he fucking bought a pair of shoes for 600 dollars and wore them out to a basketball court the next day it's like you fucking idiot Mm-hmm. Hey, mm. stop it! Most expensive thing I ever That's bought. Way was way too much for just 
shoes. Yeah. The most expensive shoes I ever bought were like 90 bucks, and they were a pair of like double laced fans. Okay. In like middle school, I thought they were the coolest fucking thing, and like looking back at them now, they're like total hot topic shit looking. <laughs> hot topic's cool, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it's coming back, bro. And not in a good way. You've been in there recently? Like, no. half the stuff is, like, Doctor Who and uh, Harry Potter now. Really? Yeah. So they've gone away from, like, the little emo kid shop then. Yeah, that's the thing. That's supposed to be in the same genre. Because, like, there'll be the back section that is still, like, band tees. And then, um, like, that little corner where it's still, like, the emo-esque clothing. And, like, the chains and checkers kind of stuff. Right. But, like, you can still buy, like... A Post Malone and a Biggie Smalls and like a bunch of rapper shirts there. Um, so they've really branched out. Yeah, like a, they got in sync now, like a bunch of pop groups. So, so there's like the ironic ones now too. Uh, maybe pop culture. Yeah, it's total pop culture. They sell like Funkos now. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of superhero stuff. Yeah, it's like the the goth aesthetic is just a corner now. And everything else is just pop culture shit. Junaid, I know you've bought a lot from uh, Hot Topic, right? <laughs> no, Why? man. I feel like that would look good no, on you, dude. <laughs> no, dude. No, Bro, let's dude. put you in like no. some chains and those like little <laughs> wristbands that are like leather wristbands. Spike your hair. Oh my god. Bring back Jenko jeans. <laughs> Like, real baggy with a bunch of cargo pockets, bro. You'll look sick. Remember we bought the no, man, I, backpack? And we went over I've, to our friend's I've house been, and, like, I've swapped everything in his backpack over. Style. What was that, Janine? I said I've been uh, prep style since the beginning. Shopped at Jimboree as a child. N- not Then, <laughs> yeah. African-American Eagle. Dude, you give it? And then now it's uh, uh, Polo. It's uh, Republic. Sure. We're going to do a Janae <laughs> goth hot topic green, like... Like makeover. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. Bro, I love the, uh, the off-white hilarious. jumpsuit in that photo you sent us. That's that's not a jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You ain't denying that off-white Supreme look. <laughs> no. Not a jumpsuit. What's the name of that outfit again, Janine? It's called a shalbar kameez. Translated, it's pants and shirt. <laughs> nice, dude. I like that. Fuck yeah. Simple, bro. It doesn't yeah. need to be anything hard. That's how I'd have to actually describe a lot of my outfits. Pants and shirt. Yeah. It's kind of what you got going on. You That's know? what we all have going. <laughs> just start doing that. It's like learn pants and shirt in different languages and just be like, yeah, no, I'm actually wearing this today. It's like, oh, fancy. <laughs> my finest linens. <laughs> oh, boy. Janaid, um, oh, fuck, I was going to. So can I do a goth makeover for you when you get back? Yes. You can spike your hair? Yes. Do you guys ever have um But I, I do have a 
beard now and handlebar mustache. Yo, do you know what I was thinking about getting? A really thick shave my whole beard and just grow out and dye really dark colors soul patch really thick one i'm working on my fu manchu <laughs> oh god what do you think janine uh i think that it's a great idea if you want to be single no, my wife's a ride or die. I've been reading this uh this comic lately, and it's it's like a superhero comic. But the way that they identify this uh one guy's like superhuman race is that they all have like these handlebar mustaches. <laughs> so like one of the guys is posing as this elder, and he's just like, "Here's how I know so much about him." And he takes off his like prosthetic beard to reveal his handlebar mustache. He's like, "I was one of them once." <laughs> it's just like that's how you <laughs> identify each other. You all have these stupid handlebar mustaches. Sounds like pretty fucking. It sounds like little Hitler stashes. It kinda is kind of what it's stashes. going with, but I mean, they're like the total handlebar. <laughs> but it's just so funny because. At first, I was like, oh, maybe the guy just got lazy when he draws them. Because he'll draw, like, a couple of them. And, like, all the guys have these handlebar mustaches. But then it's, like, looking at it, he addressed it. (laughs) This is how I do it. Holy Lord. Connor, can can you grow a beard? I'm struggling with it right now. Not really. I can can get some shit on my chin. And I'm working on a mustache. That's about it. Do you want facial hair? To a degree. Like thicker facial hair? It's a pain. Yeah. It's a, it's a um, pain. So uh, Keanu Reeves did a treatment on his face. It's called like an epilator. I know about that, yeah. And it helps fill in the gaps. That's why he has that like weird squared off beard. What yeah, does it I do? Mean, I mean, it's a little patchy, but... It's like tiny little needles that do the same thing that I was talking about um, earlier where uh, it just like pokes holes in by your pores and it just promotes uh, inflammatory factors and uh, sebum growth and then that in turn grows facial hair. Yeah. It's, It's like the concept of like each time you shave it comes back darker and quicker. I've heard that's not true. It's it's mixed. I've heard that it just makes your hair like a more square shape and it's more uniform in length once you cut it down. Mm-hmm. So it just seems thicker as it grows back. Yeah, in. it's still entirely based off like genetics too. Because I, I remember uh, there was like all the Hispanic kids in middle school started to get mustaches. And there was one that got it so bad is that we all joked he was an undercover cop because he had like a full mustache at sixth grade. Jade, you had a pretty thick mustache young, didn't you? I did. Second grade. Second grade, he says. Jeez, dude. <laughs> and I remember Second grade, I was being made fun of. I remember in high school, there was a guy that had, like, really red hair. And he's just like, I pray to God I don't get my father's beard. And he got his, his father's beard? beard. Yeah, and it's, like, the kind that, like, comes off and then, like, wraps your cheeks. Oh, God. So it's, like, the total Celtic beard. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So he wouldn't grow any hair on his cheeks. It would, like go from his mouth under his cheeks. 
So it just accentuates like neck. these big puffy cheeks on him. Kind of grows in like a neck beard. Yeah. Jesus. And he's just like, I would kill just to have something on my cheeks so it doesn't look like I just have two orbs here. Yeah, you need to have like a little bit of cheekbone beard. I get weird like beard hairs that have been showing up recently, like way up far on my cheek, almost by my nose. Like, what the uh, fuck is going on? It's just an eyelash that yeah, falls dude. and you're like picking at uh, it. No, no, I got like... one that grows in the same spot on like each side. Weird. It's like one rogue hair and it grows at the same speed as all the rest of them. See, a part of me just wishes I had a little bit more patchy so I would feel better about when I do shave. I actually shave more than just here. Gotcha. <laughs> it's just like I'll sit down, I'll break out all the stuff to shave, and then I'm done in like five minutes because all I did was shave my chin. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it, it takes me a good like 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes to shave. Because I have to do, like, each and every step. Like, wash your face, exfoliate, put the shampoo in the beard, and then put the oil on, and then put the shaving cream on, mm-hmm. and then go with uh, go with the blade. And I usually, in the middle of it, because I use, like, a single blade razor, I have to change the blade. Because <laughs> it started dragging. Yeah. And I'm, like, at, at this point, at, at this point, I grow hair between, like... A half inch away from my eyes. I grow hair there. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? On my cheek. It, it's, it's gone up, man. Like, in the picture I sent, like, I had shaved and trimmed it all down. Okay, I got a question. I don't know if this is true or a rumor, but there is there actually something in your face that, like, promotes that you guys grow big beards? Dude, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know, like, the science behind it. Well, not My even dad that. Not clean even, like... shaves every single day, but... Okay, so probably not then. Because I just... I heard a few times that, like, for certain Muslims, growing a big beard was, like, part of their religion. Almost like how, um, like, the rabbis have those curls, right, in the front? Yeah. Or something like that? No, mm-hmm. it is. It is. It, it's, it's basically like, um, uh, like, having modesty it's like the way that uh some women choose to have choose to wear a hijab like you don't have to wear it to be muslim you don't have to have a beard to be muslim you can right. shave it whenever you want yeah i know i've brought like, it up before. that's not the thing i think it's just because we were yeah but uh it'll get thick but one downside dude my nose hairs are thicker than vacuum bristles <laughs> <laughs> Sell them off to Bissell, dog. Dude, they're like so thick. So thick. So thick that like you could clean something with them. See, the other thing I feel bad about is my dad got me one of those electric razors when I went to college. And it's like mm-hmm. I haven't ever had to use it. Right. Um, I like sold it to my roommate for 20 bucks kind of deal because he had more facial hair than I did. Which sucked, too, because he was a freshman at the time when I was, like, a sophomore. My brother gets mad because he's, like, 10 years older than me, and I have more beard hair than he does. <laughs> yeah, I, Justin, you have great beard genes. I don't understand, too, because sometimes if my dad lets it go, he's got, like, the ranger's beard. And then on, like, the other side, my mom's brother, if he doesn't shave, he has a 5 o'clock shadow daily. That'd be so annoying. I don't... I've, I think the last time I close shaved my face, 
like with a razor, honestly, was my brother's wedding in 2013, maybe. So, it's been about eight years then. Mm-hmm. Not even. No, you should definitely do it once a year. Once a year is uh, just for healthy skin. Yeah. Sounds like more work. <laughs> Yo, dude, you, you don't get like itchy under your beard or anything like that. You don't get itchy under it and be like, "Oh, dude, my skin is flaking" or anything like that. Every once in a while, a little bit, and just scratch that shit, and I'm on with my life. <laughs> yeah, that's designed to shave and condition your skin. Nah, dog. Do you know what? <laughs> yes, I did <laughs> finally cave and try though, dudes. To be honest with you, one day, my wife like got out of a bath. It's like that shit looks comfy as fuck. So I threw like a bath bomb and some soap in there and was just laying in the tub for the first time and got out and was like, holy shit, my skin is so soft and not itchy for the first time in forever. Like, is this why you ladies do it? Like, what fucking information have you been hiding from us? I, I can't bathe. Like, I'm too. I normally can't either. Well, it's not even that. It's just, I'm physically too big for most yeah, You're a monster. Yeah. yeah. So you it's like yeah. if I want if I want water to be over my shoulders, I have to like slouch down, and my knees are. How your legs can't even fit in. That's like your whole torso. No. Yeah. It, like bed. if my feet are flat, I'm sitting up. Kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, that does not work for you. You know what I think about baths? It's like I'm sitting in my own filth. Yeah, that yeah. I had to immediately After the get water kicks it off. So that's yeah. why. Um, in Japanese culture, what they'll have you do is because they don't have showers, is that you do like the bucket shower thing, right? And then you get into the bath post shower, right. right? So the bath is more like relaxing after you clean, right? That's a good idea. Shower first, yeah. That's essentially what they do there, right? It's a good idea. Alrighty, boys, we're here. We're queer. We're out of time. Full of cheer. We're gonna, we're From gonna... everything to Greek generals to using bath bombs, we're here for your each and every prepared for nothing thought. One day we'll like talk about the like you know prepared for nothing stuff. I always try to think of something, but it doesn't work out. So. The prepared for nothing shtick is just us trying to set up half the time. God damn. Like I, I recommend you to all the listeners. If you get discouraged by the uh, the first five minutes of us trying to set up, just skip ahead. <laughs> it does guys. get better once we get going. <laughs> it does. All right, world. Peace out. All right, catch you guys. <laughs>